Yes, yes. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 11 of No Ideas Original featuring Shalon and a good brother, Mr. Rob. What's up, Rob? What's going on, King? How's everything with you, brother? Blessed, man. Blessed. Yo, we got a special one today. Today, we're joined by my people's Rice wow. and Rachi, the straight bangers. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Yo, what up, what up, what up? Shalon, Master Rob, what's good? Man? What's good with y'all, brothers? Rice, how you, son? You, you on mute, Rice. <laughs> Get out of here. Unmute yourself, brother. Unmute yourself, brother. I know. I'm still I'm here. I'm here. Get it together over here. <laughs> What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Good to see so you this guys, is, man. This is a special occasion because we're going to have our first virtual album listening party. So everybody that's in attendance and others that have been joining will have the opportunity to hear cuts off the 20 for 20 album that comes out June 1st. Joe. Mm -hmm. Right? That's what's up. So before we actually get into the songs off the album, we thought that we asked you guys a couple of questions just from a producer standpoint. So just wanted to start out by asking you all, you know, what made you get into production and when did you get into production? I'll let Rice start off with that one. I mean, um, I'd say like the late, I mean, early 90s, I would say. About early 90s. Um, basically, it was, I think it was a collection of things. My brother. Um, he was in some music before, so right. um, he was definitely doing some things, um, messing with P-Rock at the time, and um, just listening to some of the stuff that they would come back with. Um, it definitely inspired me. Um, to Shout out to Bush. Definitely. Um, and uh, me and Pat, you know, we've been friends for so long, we kind of like did a lot together, not just working on music, but just like working in general, working at odd jobs. Um, mm -hmm. So... I mean, for the most part, I think it was from that initial stuff that my brother was doing kind of like lit that spark. Um, and we kind of like started from there with like a little, I can't remember, it was like a little task cam sampler. Yeah. It was, if I can remember, it was like a task cam little sampler, one button sampler that probably sampled for a certain amount of time. <laughs> um, and we started from there, I remember. It was, that was the beginning of it, you know? Right. The funny thing about that sampler is that... Um, 
we went all the way, I think, to like um, Brooklyn one time because I had gotten my brother to drive us thinking that, you know, we were going to get all this equipment, all this beat making equipment. And I think we went all the way to Brooklyn um, looking for this sampler and we ended up buying, I don't know if it was Tascam or whatever it was, but he's right. It was literally just a one button sampler. And at the time we didn't know anything about making beats at all. Like there was nobody, there was no blueprint. You know what I mean? There was no YouTube that showed you, listen, this is how you put a beat together. This is how you sing. It was none of that. Literally, it was literally me and Rice in my crib with this <laughs> box looking at it like, like, how do we figure it out? And it was <coughs> call up and be like, listen, can you come and show me how to use this or something like that? It was literally nothing at all. It was just me, him, <laughs> the owner's manual. And since he doesn't read the owner's manuals, I was kind of reading the owner's manual trying to figure out like how you make it work. And, you know, we made it work. That's what's nice. Let me ask you this, man. When, when did the, the both, any one of you guys can answer this. When did you know you had something special? And what I mean by that is that most people start and stop. But what was it that, that defined a moment that said, you know what, we're going to keep doing this, man. I think we got something here. When was that? Do you, do you have a moment? Um, for me, I would say it probably was when we started messing with Young Lord. So um, yeah. Young Lord, uh, for those who don't know, was uh, um, one of Bad Boy producers back when... Did they call him the Hitman? So he was one of the Hitmen. And then um, when me and Rice had started making beats, I think we only had been making beats for a few years before we stumbled into Young Lord. Like a, a mutual friend of ours worked at a bank. And used to see Young Law coming in there all the time and depositing these checks. And the checks used to have, you know, bad boy stamps on them. Ain't he from the Bronx? From the Bronx. Right. The Bronx. So right. um, Young Law said to the dude, like, yeah, you know, I work for, you know, bad boy, this, that, and the third. And this dude happened to say, oh, I know some dudes that make beats. Now, I got to be honest. At the time when we were linked up <laughs> to Lord, we weren't ready. Like, from a production point of view, we definitely weren't ready. But... You know, he called us up, we linked up with him, and we played him what we had, you know what I mean? And looking back, in hindsight, definitely what we played for him at that point, we definitely wasn't ready, and Young Lord recognized that, and he kind of just took us under his wing um, for a good year and some change where he was just showing us things. Like, that was the first person that I could say was showing us things, like, this is how right, right, right. the drums is now. So for me, I think being with Young Lord and him taking us to the studio and watching, like, pun songs get mixed and Fat Joe songs get mixed. I think at that yeah. point, I felt like, I think we got something here because if we didn't, then he wouldn't want to fuck with us. So they got to yeah. be, he got to see something in us for him to want to fuck with us like that. So for me, I don't know what Rice thinks, but for me, I think that was the first time where I was like, yo, I think we actually got something here. I think we could do something. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing with uh, Young Lord was definitely a, a pivotal point with us, because um, the, the actual, I mean, the actual time that Young Lord did come over to listen to the beats, it was on Thanksgiving Day. Mm. That's the funny part about it. It was on a Thanksgiving Day on a holiday. He actually came over to my house and listened sure. to the beats. And he had no emotion. He was stone cold. And like Pat, and just like Pat said, we wasn't ready. Those beats was trash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Those beats was trash. But he was stone cold. I played him the beats and he didn't give me no emotion. All he did was say, he gave me a number and he said, call me this day. And then when I called him, he said, meet me at this studio. And it was Axe's studio. And the song he was mixing that day was Caribbean Connection, Big Pun and Wacklef. Classic. So I was actually in, you know, we was there in the studio while he was mixing that record. Yeah, nice, nice, salute nice. to Young Lord for giving giving y'all a shot. You know, oh, yeah. at least they have the crabs in the barrel mentality. Yeah. Let, me, <laughs> let me ask you, you, you mentioned Young Lord. What are some of the other artists that you may have worked with or other producers you work with? 
producers, well, like Rice got a better memory than I do, but I would say from a producer standpoint, you know, Ty Fife, those who don't know Ty Fife, he produced joints for 50 Cent, Foxy Brown, Murder, mm-hmm. some big, mm-hmm. big records. So we, we um, Heat Makers, obviously, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he actually was fucking with Heat Makers before they were Heat Makers, you know what I'm saying? So, um, they from Uptown too, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Exactly. kind of called us in before they were Heat Makers, like I said, and the equipment was hooked up the wrong way. So they called us in like, man, I can't figure out my drum machine is down the third. So we was kind of the OG to them at the time to say, and I was like, all right, I come over there, hook your shit up for you. And I pretty much went over to their crib, hooked up their drum machine and everything. Like, yeah, you got your MIDI cord hooked up all wrong, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, so yeah, before they even got on, we was fucking with um, Heatmakers, Ty Fife. There was um, Young Mahogany. Mahogany. We made a couple of big records for Rough Riders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else? Producer-wise, um, right? So I don't remember else. who else. Um, I think producer-wise, that was about it. But artist-wise, um, everybody from from Chub Rock to to Nori, um, Littles, Kwame, you, got you know everybody like you know, Hellrell, right. Um, right, 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 Vegas, yeah, right. Royal Flush. Yeah, you got your feet wet. Y'all been all yeah, over, son. We've been around. We've been around a bunch. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know that. You know what I'm saying, Rob? A lot of people don't know, like, and it's it's funny to me and Rice, especially in the underground world. Because yeah. in the underground world, you know what I'm saying, before me and Rice actually put our feet, you know, two feet in and really went in hard with the underground world, it's right. like he was looking at us like, oh, Straight banger, they some up and coming producers. Like, nah, nigga, we ain't. Nah, we've, been, we've been here for minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm 40 years old, though. I started making beats, I think, at 15. <laughs> so we ain't just been here. And we've been kind of like. You know what I'm saying? I've been. I, we, we got a check. We know what it is to get a check right. for making right. a beat. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it wasn't right. that much. The check wasn't that much. <laughs> I checked from record companies that said, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> definitely got checks, uh, dime and. You know, we definitely the records and you know, like sure. we've we been around. Yeah, we've been around for a minute. It's just that we weren't really fucking with the. I would say when everything went to the whole social media thing and the Instagram and all that shit, we was kind of very resistant to that. Yeah. Old school, you know, we old school hip hop heads. We's like, nah, we got to be in the studio with you. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. so right. See, yeah, yeah. The underground world, it was like niggas was looking at us like we knew on the scene and like. <laughs> So we kind of just had to just run through that and let niggas know, you know, what we bring into the table, which we've been doing for over 20 years now. And you put me on, because you really put me on. Because in my mind, I'm old school, too. I'm thinking you still going to your studio. You told me, nah, niggas just sending emails. That's right, it. right, right. Which is what that, I'm crazy. That organic, that organic sound, it's, gone. it's, it's gone, son. And gone. let me ask you this question. Where do you think music has gone sonically, you know what I'm saying, in the past couple of years to where it used to be when it was more m- m- melodic? And, and very rhythm heavy, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you know what? And for me, speaking from me personally, as someone that does play instruments, you know what I'm saying? Um, sonically, I gotta appreciate where music is when sonically. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and bash like the new dudes that's out here making their beats, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sit here and bash them, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a different lane. <laughs> And it may right. not be for everybody. And you know, some of it it's, that I hear, I'm not really for it. It's not it's for all, It's all artistry, man. So. It's all artistry and it's all different forms of artistry. So I'm not going to sit here and knock that. There are certain things about it that I will not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's definitely um, a artistry or beauty in simplicity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think we got to give it up for that. But right. that's for the niggas that's actually out here 
making beats. I can't right. sit here and talk about the niggas that I feel like is not making beats because now in this day and age, equipment, you know, you got software and applications and computers out here that pretty much do everything for you. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's what you need to that's do. That's a, a good way to segue. Let me let me ask you this, right? So over, you know, because you're purists, You've been producing for a long time. So you guys have seen the evolution of production, right? It went from once upon a time, you go into this huge studio and you work in this huge studio. Then it went into the home studio. Then it went from home studio to all you need is your laptop. Then it went from a laptop even to you can make beats on a video game. Now you guys now you even did, a, did an album on your cell phone, a beat album on your all cell right, phone. So how, do you, how do you feel about the evolution of production in terms of even putting beats together? I mean, in a sense of, uh, that I really don't, it didn't really, to me, it really doesn't matter how you put the beat together. Um, you just got to be at least putting the beats together. Just like this, just the sentiment, like Pat was saying, a lot of these softwares are kind of helping them, guiding them, correcting notes when they're, they're off, things like that. Toronto. Sorry. Exactly. You know, and, 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 it's, it, and to me, I think you need to actually be hands on when you're making a beat. You have to be hands on. If you're not hands on and things are kind of like moving into place, for you, I don't. I don't think that's beat making at all. I don't think that's actually producing at all. Um, is it, there is an art to beat making. You know what I'm saying? There's an art. Yes, to, I can't teach somebody what I do. I can't. Yeah. Somebody might ask me and say, How, "What made you hear that sample that way? Or, what made you chop it like that?" I don't know. That's just the way my ear hears it, and the way that my creation of what I came up with while I was touching this this MPC uh, 2000 or whichever MPC I'm using at that particular moment of time, whatever software you're using. But some of these people are just throwing something in a little software or a program, and then it's, a beat is being created. And I'm like, I don't know how the beat actually just got created like that. And that's the like shit magic. That's, like, that's the shit that drives me crazy, personally. Yeah, that's crazy. the shit that drives me crazy, where it's like, I agree with Rice. I don't give a fuck what you use, because there's so many different pieces of equipment out there. If you could rock on that shit, there's rock. niggas out here still using SP12s with a a 950 sampler and rocking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And those who know what, what it is, what it yep. is, and know how to rock it, zip drives and all types of shit. And that's what's up. But you actually making the fucking beat, you know what I'm saying? You have dudes out here who are not making a beat. Literally, the software is doing everything for you, you know what I'm saying? And I don't agree with that because it doesn't feel organic to me, you know what I'm saying? So let me ask you a follow up. Let me let me ask you a follow up to that really quick. Like, think about in the 90s, there was there were a lot of famous people who got production credits that we know they ain't never touched machine the first. So what do you what do you say about that for people that's they they get production credits, they producers, they never touch it. And I'm not talking about ghost production. I'm talking about, you know, when you see you look at the name, you be like, yo, this this dude played the drums on this and he did this and he did that. Straight up and down, somebody who we know they ain't playing no instruments, doing no sampling or anything, and it just all came from a thought that they had, like, yo. They go there and that, take that sample, flip it, and do this and do that. Is that production? That's different. That's different, though. See what you said? You said it came from a thought that they had in their head. So you mm -hmm. could think about Quincy Jones, right? Quincy Jones comes out and said, you know what I'm saying? But since he knows all the different parts of what he wants to hear, he can tell you, listen, you play that in the note in the key of C. Curator. Hey, that's different. As mm -hmm. opposed to somebody like Puff, right, coming in and don't have anything musically, you know what I'm saying? Just saying... <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't even know how to use this machine, but I want to hear like a little tambourine or something like that right in that point. And that's really how it used to go now. And mm -hmm. we, had, so we heard stories like this from Young Law all day. Yep. Matter of fact, I'll give you a perfect example. Yep. Hypnotize. Young Lord is in the studio because Young Lord got credit on that Hypnotize beat because Young Lord kind of like spruced up the drums, added some extra shit to it. Young Lord specifically told us he was in the studio one day when they were recording. Hypnotize was already recorded. They were mixing it. They're mixing it. And yeah. then they're going crazy like... 
nah, it needs something else. It needs something else. So Puff is mad that he can't put what he wants to hear. Like what he hears in the beat, he don't know how to do it because not only does he not use, know how to use the equipment, he don't play nothing or no. He don't know how to see right. So he's, right. I need somebody in here right now. Young Lord happened to just put his hand up oh, yep, yep. do it. That's why Young Lord got his credit on that hypnotized yep. because he just ended up being in the right place at the right, right, time. At the right time. Yep. Yeah, ask some shit. And then as he's adding it, Puff is like, nah, not like this. I want to hear it like this. And then eventually, when it gets to the We're point done. where Puff, it likes, you know, Puff likes the way it sounds, it's like, all right, that's what I want. But then Puff, no matter what, is getting a co-produced on that. But he ain't doing a motherfucking thing on the beat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how it used to go back in the days. I don't know what exactly. back in the days. That was how it goes. You come I mean, in, it, it, it's true. Take your beat, nigga, take it's your sample, true. do your shit over. Yep. Put yeah. you down as co-produce. Put his name down as produce. He get the majority of the bread, and you get half of it. Me and Rice were in that situation with Ty Fife a bunch of times. Ty Fife, who could make a beat? I'm not gonna sit here and knock like he can't make a beat, but he would hear our beat, and he would be like, "Yeah, that shit is hot." All right, bring that to my crib. Yep. Take. We would go to his crib. He would say, "I right, bring the beat." We load up the beat and he would kind of like do the beat over and shit like that. A lot of times the beat that we had originally sounded better than the one that, that he and that was and that was kind of like the downfall of us with him at that time. Right. And that's why we stopped fucking with fight. And then he would give us copa. Yeah. He's tired, I tell you one thing. But I, I give that's what I was gonna say. He was I, he tell you straight up, nigga. I'm gonna give you four G's. G's. <laughs> Yep. I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna sell this shit for twenty. I'm gonna sell it for twenty, but I'm gonna give you four. But don't exactly. to do this a couple times, and then it'll be your turn. Exactly. To do it. It'll be your turn to do it. And that's kind of at the point where me and Rice was like, I don't want to do this shit no more. And that's yep. what it was. I was like, I don't want to do this shit no more because. I used to be in there probably more so than Rice. I'd be frustrated than a motherfucker in there like, yeah, ah, I, I, I can't better. play the game. I can play the game. Nah, I can't play the game. I'm like, nah, I should sound better than that. And Rice used to be like, ah, man. We, I'm like, fuck it. How much longer we got to do this bullshit? You know what I'm saying? And then we kind of branched off and said, we're not doing, after top five, we collectively, between the two of us said, we're not doing this shit no more. And that's what I, 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 I still remember the day it was the Madonna sample. Right, it was the Madonna right. sample that I did that one. And then we left after we got the check. We was driving home and Bar was driving us home. Bar was uh, our was our manager. Our manager at the time. Yeah, at the time. And um, I told him, I said, yo, I, I, and then I said, I don't think we should do this anymore. And then Bar was like, you know what? I think we need to step, spread our wings and do it on our own. And, and from there, we tried to do it on our own. Because Bar even had to admit, he said, y'all beat sounded better than better. the one that I had. Mm -hmm. And at that day, and we was used to be telling Bar, like, Bar, come on. And Bar was like, you know what, y'all right. And yeah. Ball's ties like right-hand man. But he couldn't deny it after a point. It was like, nah, he right. This shit sound better. Like, why am I going to sit here and keep perpetrating? Like, you know what I mean? But it was yeah. one of the things where it was like, everybody would tell us. Young Lil would say to us, this is what you got to do to get on. Top five would tell us the same thing. Yeah. What you got to yeah, do. but top five told us. Teddy Riley did it to me. So. Riley did it to me, so I'm doing it to y'all. <laughs> and I'll yeah. do it to the next niggas coming up after y'all. Pretty much what yeah. they told us. You know what I mean? Yeah. D-Dot did it to Kanye, right? Did it. it was listen, it was happening all over. It was all over that, especially that camp. That camp it was running rampant. Yeah, it was that all camp. over. And we tr trust me, we done been through it, you know, rough riders. Niggas a lot of niggas came at us on some old, yeah, let me get that beat. How much y'all want for that beat? And you're like, how much I want for it? But you're a producer. Why do you want to buy my beat? Because they want to buy your <laughs> shit. Probably twinkle it, sprinkle it up. It, yeah, it. chop it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the game. That was the game, dog. That was That's game. wild. That's crazy. Son. Gang. Yo, let's get into it, Shaq. I'm ready, man. Yeah, I got, I got one more. Let me ask them. So, and, and, and um, in previous episodes, me and Rob was talking about underrated MCs, right? Like just a M just MCs that never get their credit. They just mm. do. I'm gonna ask both of y'all. Give me an underrated producer. 
And have you worked with that, them? That, yeah, and that they, they don't get their just due. Underrated. Damn, that was hard. Underrated producer. Because I can't really say that. I would say Alchemist, but I don't think Alchemist is underrated. underrated. Not in I the underground world. I got one. In the underground world. I got one for you. From a mainstream perspective, though, Alchemist, I think, is underrated. Under, underrated, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Alchemist got hits. You know what I'm saying? He got hits. He got hits. He got, he got hits. hits. That's true. You're right. I'll give you an underrated one. Ayatollah. I like Ayatollah. Ayatollah, yeah. I like but, Ayatollah. Like, like Miss Fat Booty. If you're going back to like Miss Fat Booty, I'm going back. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But if we're looking at the catalog, though, would you say that Ayatollah is underrated from his catalog? I wouldn't say his catalog is underrated. Everybody know Miss Fat Booty, right? Most deaf Miss Fat Booty, but niggas probably mm-hmm. don't know that Ayatollah produced Miss Fat Booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is his catalog yeah. underrated? I don't know if his catalog is underrated, but from a mainstream perspective, I like. Remember, he did my life too. He did my life too. That's but right. from a mainstream perspective, you probably could say that Alchemist is underrated from a mainstream perspective. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. underground true hip hop niggas know Alchemist. Yeah. yeah. Mainstream, you know, it's not like Alchemist out there doing records for the littles, right? Little Boosie, little, all these littles. Out there. <laughs> 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 you could say that he's underrated, you know, from that perspective. The littles. Wasn't that a cartoon? The little, yeah, little, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, right? Little something, little something, little something. You know what I'm saying? I can say Alchemist, um, but there's a lot of producers out there that, you know, rocking some hard shit that niggas don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Like Derringer, you know, um, fucking with Griselda and all them. He's putting mm-hmm. out crack. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of niggas out there that's putting out some crack. Cause I don't listen. You know, I don't listen to the mainstream shit. I really don't. I don't listen to yeah. it. Yeah, you're wasting your time. <laughs> but for, at least for me and. Rob, you the same way because we came from that era, like the golden era. Yeah. You know? my, 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 under, my underrated producer is Madlib. I love, I love Madlib, man. I How he chops it and he brings it back and he, you know, it, Madlib is the best. Man. That's a good one. That's a good one, Madlib. Yeah. I mean, you might even say no ID, you know, from to a- No uh, ID, Ninth Wonder. Ninth, exactly. Ninth, ninth, ninth got some classics. No, no ID got a lot of common shit too. So yeah, <laughs> Ninth Wonder. He got hits. He got hits. Most underrated producers that's probably out right now. Ninth mm-hmm. Wonder. Ninth Wonder. That's crack. Mm-hmm. Crack. Yeah. And, then, and makes them shits right in front of you. Like I've seen yeah. videos of Ninth Wonder. He's making that shit right in front of you. And a purist of the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wonder's a purist when it comes. And he's a teacher of the game. At that. And he's a teacher of the game too. I think he teaches at. He's I forgot which school. One of them shits. But he teaches how to make beats at a yeah. co- at an actual university, a college. Yeah. University. It's either Harvard or one of them shits. Yeah. It was. It was so so interesting to me to see when um, Ninth Wonder worked with Jay Z. I was like, why Jay Z got Ninth Wonder? Why would you ask him to just loop R. Kelly over oh, yeah. and over? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was it was hot, but. You know, he could have went. He could have went much further. He could have got better from Ninth Wonder. Had it in his mind, like I want that. Like I've always heard it in my head that I could hear myself rhyming over that and just kind of threw mm-hmm. it to Ninth. But yeah, I, I agree. Ninth could have gave him something so much better than that. Yeah, Ninth Wonder. Yeah. yeah, he 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 has crack all day. Yeah. Now this 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 album Twenty for Twenty is is based on a theme, right? How'd you how'd you guys come up with the concept for this album Twenty for Twenty? Rice could take that. Um. I mean, for the most part, when it comes to these albums, I, I don't know. I just, I see something, I, I like it. Um, I know it was 2020, all right? Um, me and Pat was getting to this point where we kind of getting disgusted with this game. <laughs> like we get to this point where we, we always get to these points where I get, we get disgusted and we don't want to do it no more. So I was like, all right, it's 2020. But then I'm looking at that ESPN 30 for 30 concept. Right. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm like, this is kind of making more sense to me. 2020, 
you know, 20 for 20, I'll just change that. And then I already, I already started recording songs from the Rebirth of the Cool album that we put out earlier this year in March. So I already had some songs that didn't make the Rebirth of the Cool album. So I was kind of like, you know, let's, let's kind of like piggyback off of that and then just make, let's record some more and just put 20 songs on the album and call it 20 for 20. Um, Which is a really good album, man. That album was dope album. When I listen to y'all, honestly, and I'm going to just say it, when I listen to y'all, y'all make me go look for other shit y'all done. Like, if they did this, let me go see what else is going on. And that's that's the way I try (laughs) to go at it, you know? And and I'm like, wow, y'all guys is really putting in some good work, man. Congrats, man. Thank you. And and for the most part, you know what I'm saying? It's It's a testament to how we do and what we've been doing for 20 plus years, actually. Absolutely. Um... We just we just want to put out good music, um, especially with artists that love doing what we do here, this hip hop thing. And I, we want to do it the right way. I don't care how old you are. You don't have to be young to do this shit. Shit, That's I'm right. 43. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be young to do this. That's so right, um, I just feel that we put a good body of work together. Um, you might not hear us for a little while after this body of work comes out. So. We want to give it to you in a different way, a different presentation. <laughs> a good thing that um, that's what we looking for. Definitely, uh, no, no ideas original. Just we came up with a good idea to 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 give y'all a virtual listening session and a Q and A for this album. Yeah, yeah. You know, shout so, out to my nigga Nomando Bates, my nigga. I see him. Yeah. I see yeah. him. I see him, boy, boy. So let's do it. Let's. I see Indigo out there too. I see Indigo out there. What was good? Big Will, that's Big, that's Big Will in the, in the house too. Big Will, Pat, Pat Rice, no Big Will. We, Big Will, show your face. Show your face. For sure. So let's let's get into the first I track off the album. Out there, hustle. I see you. First track off the album, "Raindrops on My Soul," featuring What a Mess. This this right here might be like one of my favorite tracks on the album. Sample mean, beat go hard, the drums crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, I like it too. All right, let's get to it. Get too much more yeah, of that one. We can't get too much more of that one. Can't get too much more of that one. Much more. You gotta get the album to listen to the rest of that. Yeah, that's that that's sample, hot. boy. Yeah, when I yo, when I heard the drums on that sample, I was like, yo, whew. Yeah, that one. That's, that's a good way to start the album off. 
When did y'all record that? Y'all recorded that early in the process or later on? Um, what a mess. Uh, I hit him up. I think a uh, little bit after Rebirth. After Rebirth came out and um, told him about the idea. Um, I was kind of a fan of his from some of the stuff that he has put out before with um, what I seen with Coco Reef and um, with Mugs, um, Mugs on Drugs, a couple of other underground artists. So I hit him up, shot him over some beats. He shot it back to me literally like probably like a day or two. A couple of days he got that back to me and it was cracked. So I was like, yeah, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I wonder why he probably heard the beat and was inspired <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I don't know, right? So I don't know what he's in bulk beats or what we sending like. Um, with this with this particular project, I did send maybe I sent maybe I don't know five to ten beats. Um, I think it was the last album with Rebirth. We was kind of doing lesser lesser beats send out. We was kind of dictating exactly which beat we wanted the particular artist to be on. Um, I kind of, I think we did that a little bit further down the line with 20 for 20. When we started getting to the end, I kind of was dictating more at the end, but not in the beginning. I still was sending out the bulk beats, maybe five to 10 beats a, a, a clip, a pack. We make, so many, we make so many fucking beats. Um, yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like, we I know your vote so is many, like crazy. It, it is, like literally, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got beats. <laughs> Shit, we've been making beats. Both I see you, Frankie Waffles. I see you there. 20, over 20 years. Yeah, and we got so many beats because here's the thing with us is like, we got so many beats that are unused. You got a lot of niggas out there that make beats and then they be recycling their shit. We yeah. never did that. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna tell you something. Beat, that exactly. beat, you'll never hear it again because we got so many Yo, I, That is a pet peeve of ours. I'm telling you that right now. In their beats. I that is a pet peeve, yo. Whether we like the song or not, nigga, you need that beat. That's your beat. That's I don't beat. That shit again. I, that, exactly. I don't give a fuck with that song. I don't care. Uh, that, says not, a, that says a lot to y'all creativity. And, I, and, that, and, that, and I don't like that is a pet peeve, yo. If a, if somebody uses the beat, it should never be used again by another That's artist. It. It's I done. don't care. It's done. It's done. That's done. That's Unless you're freestyling on it or something, right. regular freestyle. But yeah, right, I right, mean, right. you should not be making another creation on it. Like, yeah. you know. We're here no double up. We come, we come from that cloth, man. Yeah, yeah I don't it's do a that. different cloth, man. No double up on that shit. You never hear no double up on that shit for sure. We ready? Let's yeah. get let's get to track two. Track two is Game Changers featuring Frankie Waffles. Shout out Frankie Waffles. I Frankie see you. Frankie Waffles. Yeah, Frankie Waffles. I see you out there driving, baby. Let's Keep that it. mask on. Another banger, baby. Sometimes even the wise forfeit, the mind's forfeit. If you thinking your rhyme's gorgeous, I describe portraits. You fools, I got a reprimand. I'm tossing vibes while you get the smoke from my second hand. Why you think I'm calm while I teach the lesson? Good questions, fam. I got the losers nervous. Coming with astronaut bars inspired by universes. Running my rap through the stars, admire the smooth verses. Some of the actions of God retire and choose your purpose. This what you get when you beef with the whole. Triad, now we keeping your soul. There's plenty harder ways. You're being one, you know I'm the one. Like Benny Hardaway, the famous one, because you'll be gone by any holiday. The more I spit, the more I'm shaking your crown. Frankie is straight bangers, game changes, laying it down. I'm hanging around, I'm humble, but I stay with the round. The immaculate vocabulary, there's no faking myself. The more I spit, the more I'm shaking your crown. Frankie is straight bangers, game changes, laying it down. I'm hanging around, I'm humble, but I stay with the round. The immaculate vocabulary, there's no taking myself. I'm the grenade. That's all you need. That's all we get. That's all we get. That's all. How many? How many? How many artists have y'all worked with? When I look through y'all catalog, and I look, I look. It's always a different name. 
It's like millions of guys are guys that work with. Too many to count. I definitely, I can't remember everybody. It's too many to count because I think one of the things that we pride ourselves on is variety. You know what I'm saying? And since we are purists of the game and we just love hip hop, I like, we love just hearing different MCs. There's just so many dope MCs out there, man, from all over. Talk about it. All over, so we definitely try not to uh, pigeonhole ourselves as far as we only want to listen to this artist or mess with this artist because there's just so many dope artists out there, and we try to showcase that on every one of our projects, like on this one, Frankie Waffles, Jay Hustle, like you know, to Indigo Phoenix. We got just so many. There's so many dope. So many, out yeah, there. yeah. So them, and for a producer, it's like a produce. It's like a kid in the candy store, exactly, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like all y'all can rhyme. Oh, I'm gonna have fun. <laughs> <laughs> with the amount of beats that we make <coughs> for us to just flood every single one of them with 30, 40 beats. Yeah, pick one. You know what I'm saying? The only problem that we have is that sometimes we say pick one and they come back like, well, I picked three, four, five, or six. Yeah. <laughs> that don't hurt. Can we do an album now? Huh? And that it happens. It happens. It's, so it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's no problem. It's no problem. So many beats. Nice. <laughs> like, kids, go ahead. And it don't even hurt us because it's like, well, we got another. If we literally sat here and counted how many beats we actually have. Like if I pulled out, if I shared my iTunes screen with y'all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, that's dope, <laughs> man. It, it just I goes to show the passion. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Hundred the passion you guys got, man. Yeah. Solo, right? And Rice puts out more volume than I do. You know what I'm saying? He puts out way more volume of beats than I do because he would say I'm too picky. But literally it's like, <laughs> but in my fucking Dropbox, yeah, I put eight beats in there in a day. And it's like, eight? Nigga, I got two. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just- Step it up, Pat. The volume is ridiculous, man. The volume is ridiculous. Yeah. Nice. Let's go. Track number three, BTMO, Be The Most Official, featuring Jay Hustle. What's up, Jay Hustle? We see you. Actually, one of my favorite joints right here off the album. Yeah, definitely, definitely. One of them joints right here, man. Yeah, yeah. This is one of my favorite joints right here. So let's definitely get into that. So, a regular cat, the hustle is short of man. Anything you need, I get it to you for far, man. Anyway, the fucking dog, the owner, be aware. One thing I learned from the ground, you gotta stay prepared. Got an outdated search. The way you are, watch for the skin, it wanna hurt you. Put you in the box, but everything come full circle. A fast race, gotta keep the pace. Check your mind, stretch your smile, now you joke your face. No debate, they gon' have to wait. Just once I wave, I'ma flood with the straight bangs. We body shit first, then we take names. That blue bat rap bleed through my veins. So I ride a poem that flow from the heart. How I always got busy, and it's been that from the start. Nigga, always got busy. Uh, they say the Lord forgive us. We never will forget. Nigga threw up the set the whole time. He was back to your most official. We need to hold my hand when this gets to these bands, C or D or advance. See the Lord forgive us. I'm never gonna forget. We can throw up the set a whole time. He was back to the most. Of- shout out to Jay Hustle, man. Shout out man. to Jay Hustle on that. Definitely one. shout out to Jay Hustle. Shout out to Indigo Phoenix. Shout out to that triad, man. On that one right there. He definitely went off on that one. Yes. Yeah, you, I, I can how, tell how you guys. How'd you link guys. up with Jay Hustle? <clears throat> um, I, I hooked up with Jay Hustle. Actually, I, I, I was already in uh, connection with Indigo Phoenix. And um, that's uh, one of the artists that she actually uh, manages. But really how it really hooked up was, I think it was like a tweet, not a tweet. It was actually an Instagram post that I had put up. And I had, I had said something in Instagram post like, um, I'm actually tired of giving out beats and then the artist doesn't use the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like they be holding on my beats. Mm. 
and I, I think he, right I, I, I think he, uh, he, uh, he hit me back and was like, "You throw me some beats, I ain't gonna hold on to them." <laughs> right? So I said, "I, right, you know, I'm gonna throw you some beats then," and that's how that came about. And um, definitely a, a definitely a good solid relationship. Um, we got something coming too, so definitely look out for that um this year also. But um, definitely shout out to Jay Hustle, shout out to Indigo Phoenix, um, shout out to Frankie Waffles. Definitely shout out that triad. Definitely the respect is there. Um, One of the few niggas that be putting hooks on their song. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Making exactly. it a song, right? Fucking give me one verse shit and exactly. tell me to do something with it. Then I got to go out there and fucking all create all types Never of shit. Put it together and <laughs> shout out to the niggas out there that make hooks. <laughs> I'm saying it. Fuck that. I'm saying it. That's right. Shout out, out to niggas out there that put fucking hooks on their song. That's right. right. Let's go. Track number four, Birdie featuring Mickey Diamonds. Yeah, definitely. A nigga back work without gloves, he dropped dirty. My shooter warmed up before the game and dropped dirty. Razor blade under my tongue, I'm like birdie. Bomb ass niggas wanna flip, I'm not worried. We in the war zone. You get fly when the war's on. I rock a black Nike set walking with the snub nose. And some phones, hoes, love those. Spelling rose on my clothes to the club clothes. My entire environment is a drug zone. No retirement, he 55 like Matumbo. Still supplying it, ripped the pot like a gumbo. Jambalaya wrist, get twist by the man with the iron fist. Designer kicks, my bitch in the kitchen frying fish. I'm spitting fire, see my name on the flyer. I need tickets for everybody that I'm riding with. Chain with the stick like a violin. See Weisman, torch you head first in the lion's den. They find you on time and running your spot when it's hot like a fireman. My town got a history of doing violent shit. You see how live it get. Renaissance city politics and young goons equipped with cannons like a pirate ship. Gotta strike a match to get the fighting lit. Ramen noodles for dinner, that kind of shit. Had these niggas doing all kind of shit. What? Mickey Diamond. Mickey. Definitely. What's up, man? Let me ask yes. you guys, man. Pre Primo, as you know, the big homie got a philosophy when he picks MCs and, and matching them with beats. Do y'all follow that same blueprint? Because the guys that I'm listening to, the people, their voices are very unique. I mean, they got this big baritone or something just very, it's easier to carry, easier to listen. You know what I learned in the 20 plus years that I think me and Pat has been making beats. And uh, I think we are an acquired taste. There you go. I think not every artist can rhyme on a straight banger beat. We don't make beats like the norm. It's just, it's just that simple. Um, and I think we had to learn that by trial and error, actually constantly trying to sell beats to artists when we was first coming up and then always saying to ourselves, we listen to an artist's album per se and then say, wait a minute, we let them hear beats. I could, you know, we got better beats than that. But we're in a quiet taste and only certain MCs can actually rhyme on our beats. And I'm being honest. And only certain niggas actually get it. And exactly, get what we do. Right, Especially the ones that write hooks. So, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but there really is a marriage between the producer and, you know what I'm saying, the MC. And right. We, that goes back to our, our thing we talked about earlier, Pat. Right, exactly. In the studio, in the instead studio. of me sending you an email. Right. And I will say that, you know what I'm saying, because we're in this 
social media, this virtual world and all that other shit, you do find yourself in a lot of situations where you send in a beat to the MC and the MC sending you back the verse. And then what I will say about me and Rice is that we don't just make beats. We actually, we are actual producers. And as dope as the song may sound, the way that we're putting it together now, you send me the verse, I put it together. I guarantee you, as dope as the song yeah. sounds, it would sound even doper if we were all in the studio at the same time. Yeah. We've been doing it so long that just the energy vibing off of the MC with the producer, we all the time, me and Rice are like, you know what? Say that ad lib like this. Put this like this. I'm going to put an echo like this. And we do a lot of that shit now when we actually go and mix the song. A lot of niggas that send us the song, by the time they hear the song, it sounds totally different. We don't add all types of extra yep. shit. But it's yep. even that much better when we actually in the studio with the nigga at the same time to say, yo, right, right. You know, nah, you know what? See that part that you said right there? Double that shit up. Because when we mix it, we're going to put a fucking effect on just that ad lib. Yeah. Because it's different between niggas that just make beats and producers, we are legitimate, straight up producers because we've been doing it so long so I can hear something more. And me and Rice are so in tune that we be hearing the same shit. And he'll be like, you know what? I was thinking about, and I'm like, you know, I was going to do the same exact shit. And it always sounds right. Always. Without, without nice. nice. All right, let's get into the next track. Track number five, James Bond featuring Rob Frank. What up, Norm? What up, Silas? I see you. Oh, oh. Shout out to Rob Frank, man. Definitely. Rob Frank out there out in Brooklyn, baby. Nice, nice. So how'd y'all how'd y'all link up with him? Same thing, you know me. I comb I comb the internet for those underground artists and I find them. And uh I stumbled on his album. I bought it off Bandcamp because that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I buy artists' album. I don't just I don't scream it, nigga. I buy it. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? If you look at my Bandcamp account, I got so many artists' album purchased on there, you know. Um, so I, I listened to it, I liked it, and I reached out and you know, it don't it don't take much. That's one thing me and, Pri, uh, me and Pat used to always say, like, if you give us a shot to let you hear some beats, I can guarantee you're going to like some. It's undeniable, though. Yeah, you're going to like some. So, Especially um, we've been in, it's been exactly like that. Exactly. So, I, you know, I reached out. He liked the beat. He did it. He got it back to me. And, and there it is. We, we, we presenting it to you. So, oh, definitely. Shit. Shout out to Rob Frank. Brooklyn, stand up. All right. The next track off the album is, is actually one of the singles, right? Sing by Milano Constantine and Sky Zoo. How did this come together? Um, this actually the very yeah. This is the this is the <coughs> single off the album. Um, this is actually like one of the last songs we recorded. Um, well, I always liked Milan Constantine, 
he had a song um speak with a feeling back on DITC's old album mm. um somebody that definitely uh liked the way his, he flowed and I'm 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 a big Sky Zoo fan real mm. big Sky Zoo fan both of us yeah so um I just reached out to them and uh, Milan got on the record first. Um, definitely shout out to Milan Constantine. Um, definitely BX stand up for that. And then I, I reached out to Sky Zoo and he definitely said he was with it and we made it happen. Um, nice. And Sky Zoo's a real dude, you know? So definitely Brooklyn stand up and- um, Yeah, I like Sky Zoo, I like him. And this was a beat, this is a beat actually that Pat had made. Um, and I always liked this beat. So I already had, I had an idea, I was just like, I like this beat. It has to be a, a beat that we use for this, this album. Just didn't know who was going to actually be on the beat at first. So we definitely got Milan on it first. And then um, we kind of went with Sky Zoo and it kind of, it turned out, kind of turned out epic actually. I like the way it sounds. It came out great. Late night. Late right, night. Let's get into it. What the fuck is going on? Let's see. Straight Fingers Productions. I'm rhyming with my heart out. Fly nigga in the arc out. They biting all style. See it on me, nigga, star child. Caught a glimpse of the sun through the dark clouds. Rooms in the car loud. Top floor. Burning the midnight oil. My winds might annoy you. King shit to kiss tight royal. Heir to the throne. Just carry on. Pink caddy like a magic wand. Scars and teeth. Can't ask for more. My nigga sell a Macklemore. Got a shack and throwing him back at the floor. Tactical force. Smashing the door. What's happening, Lord? Sometimes the path is lonely. I had status in the Patagonia. My bitch bad like Apollonia. My track so harmonious. It's only us, me and straight bangers. That wide body Lex language. Dollars with the rectangle. See the tech mangle, niggas. That's the streets today. Illegal ways. Throwing the Valentino Valentino Never change my life, the rapture of Anita. From where they sing you harmonies by backing out the heaters. La do da, hard for the slabs that got you high. Real love, you step on the glass, Mazutaf. Sing till the door swing open, nothing more or less. Hennessy in memory of, you let them part of rest. Burying the shit that you should have been blowing notes for. Waiting for a plug to connect it, it's like the post laws. All the shit that you hope for, seeing visions and co stars. Two tone like Olaf's dreams, bigger than Coke Ball. So on and so on, more to put your dough on. Investing in you and you, corner telling you, hold on, right? Stronger than pride, shot day I do. Back on your latest you, promise you made the you to make it through. And through whatever was thrown, all that was known was no one ever could have been better. Hope that next you know, real shit, right? Yeah, sing a song, sing a song. Hey, 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 hey,
I had to let niggas hit a beat a little bit, let that ride out at the end. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> he was digging in some crates for that sample, huh? Let me tell you, well, you know what? <laughs> Look at his face, his face was in this. I seen his face like, again. that was the joint right there. Speaking man, of digging in the crates, because he's digging in the crates. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it's digging in YouTube. <laughs> Back in the days, it was you digging in the crates. Mm -hmm. I was like, I could have been digging in the crates, or I could have been digging through YouTube because everything was on fucking YouTube. You know what I mean? Show, yo, show of digging in the crates. Being that we talk about digging in the crates, got that that show called what? Beat by the minute or something like that. Yeah, we, rock, we rocked on there. We rocked yeah. on there. How was that? Give us a, the experience about that. It was dope, man. I think it was um, you know, the time me and Rice did it, we went over to uh, DITC Studios. You know, uh, shouts to Drawzilla. Yeah, quite a minute thing together, and then what he does is he has like a guest uh, MC or a guest producer, and that day happened to be the guest producer was Young Lord. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wow, there you go, Young Lord connection. We didn't know, but we ain't seen him in years. You know, we ain't seen him in so, years. It was a bunch of dudes just in there, kind of just vibing, and you know, I really just love that whole just like organic, just niggas just vibing off each other. It was MCs right. in there. It was just a real dope feeling. And then really what the best part of it is, <laughs> a lot of niggas out here be talking like, yeah, I make beats, yeah, I rhyme. But y'all niggas is scared to let the masses hear y'all shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> The best, my shit bang like a gangster that was throwing up sets. Posted like a king, I do my thing. Bitches love it, go to work hard. Had a later pipe like construction, it's the heat. I see the light after I bust it. Never fear the lady karma, cause I'm coming with that rough shit. Shouts to Miss Yeah, that was dope right Aileen, there. Aileen, baby. Delaware. Delaware. End up. What I liked about that, man, I like I like the sound of that. Like, y'all guys. Y'all, y'all, y'all still had a boom bap. Y'all are Bronx kids to your fucking hearts. Oh, you know what I mean? Just, just hearing that in there was like, yeah, that's that's it, man. Yeah, to the death. But still able to, you know, I think um, uh, adapt. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't never gonna hear no trap shit coming from us because that's how we do. I'm not knocking niggas that do it. It's just no, no. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Stay in your lane, man. You won't crash. Stay in my lane, exactly. You stay. That's it, man. Now let's select the intro. Yeah. You want to play the intro? Let's play the intro. Let's play that. Let's do it. Intel selector, baby. Let's do it. I'm back, man. Pockets what I laugh at, I'll never fold, sell my soul, change your voice like a dope. My journey just begun this life, the greatest story we ever told. No stism, purpose driven, blessed with a handsome image. People steady watching, mad as fuck, that I'm truly gifted. Rap fanatic, chasing your dreams like son, I gotta have it. Lazy nigga, I don't feel bad, you find just being average. <laughs> 
is cooking beats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was telling Rice like after listening to like all the previous projects, and I've known y'all for like over twenty years now, but I've seen you guys' production kind of evolve. Like you know, like the last couple of projects, I hear like a lot of heavy samples and flips and stuff like that. Yeah, and one of the man, things that I'm I appreciate. Yeah, one of the things I appreciate is like also like you guys have taken like some samples as popular samples and put your own spin on it. Okay. And to me, that's 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 dope because you know a lot of times with, with with you know when somebody has already used a sample, you get kind of boxed in, and that's the only way you can hear it. But I've that's I've the, seen a lot of flips you guys have done. That's the and, it, and, it, and it's and it's funny because when. Me and Pat go through that all the time. Like, let's say Pat find a sample or I find a sample. We'll go, since we know who made the beat, we'll say, oh, yeah, you found that joint? Yeah, I found that joint Alchemist made. And then I might be like, nah, leave that alone. <laughs> Alchemist rock that. Leave yeah. that alone. <laughs> Don't even touch that one. But then we might find a beat that another producer made and be like, you know what? He ain't really rocking like that. Right, so I'm going to go at it. We're going to go at it and see. Another part of the sample that I oh, heard. Oh, yeah, you know? He ain't really fuck with. You know he ain't really he ain't get on it like that. Well, I'm going to slow it down. His shit was kind of fast. I'm going to slow my shit down. But, but, but it's a producer unwritten rule. It's there. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, right. It's a producer unwritten rule. You hear a sample and a nigga rocked it already, you leave it alone. You don't touch it. But if a nigga ain't rocking like that, or if it ain't been like really, you know, then you could then you can touch in a while, or if it ain't been touched in a while. Oh yeah, there's this time too. That's another thing. That's time. If, if it's been ten years, then you can fuck with it. But there's certain things that it don't matter how. Certain things are timeless. That if you find, you just like I ain't touching that. Yeah, you can't yeah. touch or, that. Like, you, you know, like Pete Rock joint, right? Like if you found Troy. Yeah. Nigga, if you find Troy, just don't touch it. Leave that alone. You don't yeah. touch can't outdo that. Exactly. No, there's nothing you could do. You know, yeah. and if you could. I don't want hit, you know what I mean? <laughs> that you're doing a remake of that song, you know what I mean? Like Lupe Fiasco right. did Troy, right? He did exactly. Troy, and he had niggas playing this shit over live with the horns and everything. All right, that's dope. But don't try to do no flip to it at night. There's just no flip to yeah, it. Yeah, don't chop that. Chop yeah. yourself yeah. off. Oh, and there's certain samples out there that we done that niggas other producers, just leave that shit alone. You just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into track number nine. Track number nine is the cook-up featuring Josiah the Gift. That was the Josiah the Gift, too, because this one right here is mean. I actually, I love this song right here. <laughs> I decided to give him the prophecy across to me. The idolaters tried to overlook the message, so I invaded kingdoms. My army overtook you. It's crap shit. I'm about to rule as I'm iron fist. Book that give it, that took you. Bible grammar besides the hammer, the footwork like shots of a gamma stepping. What's the point of having fire while inside of a slammer? Shit was ripped when they snatch your freedom. I need some retribution in America before I'm just pledging allegiance. Compensation, you paying for grievance. Reparation for every bullet that's stopping a nigga from breathing. Or gaining a profit from corner pieces. Summarize my introduction. Constructed written, get written thesis. I something I hustle around for the juggle. Told the government these onions turn better rice in the new caprice. Satan delivered us in the Jesus, a killer's for teachers. Turn water hit me for the wretched whenever needed. 
for sand and I sold it to the beaches. Ultimate hustler, demon dash, and broquette sneak. Flickering light, giving out seeds. Hard work, victorious leisure. Unsupported by what's considered the lead. But my story applauded in features, featuring the gifted. I'm the future that's presently deeper than the shallow messages that's running concurrently. Speak it. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, reason, the reason why I made up, um, I asked you guys about the sample flip because I remember the first time I heard that sample, Mary, Mary J. J. Blige and Neo both had it. That I'm about to say, the same ne time. Neo, we need that beat, son. Y'all did that just the, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the same time. Mary shit was dope though, cause I remember yeah. this song. I, I, I fuck with Mary and this, you know, and I'm more R&B nigga than Rice is. So I remember when I heard it, and then Rice made the beat, and I remember he sent the shit to me, and I'm like, damn, that's that Mary joint. But mm -hmm. then he just took the drums out of it, and it just made it real like dirty sound. And I'm like, damn. And sometimes I was a little mad too, like them. I wish. I <laughs> but he found. But it was dope. It was dope. Definitely, I love that song. Yeah, yeah he chopped that yep. up. That was nice. But it just goes to show the difference in like how a producer actually hears, you know, hears a sample because Mary J's was over 100 beats per minute, probably. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And Neo's was probably maybe even slower than the tempo. You, you guys joint. Yeah, like when, yeah. when I heard Neo's joint, yeah. I was like, damn. Everybody, yeah. man, everybody, that's why, that's the part about producing you can't teach. I could teach you how to use the machine, but I can't teach you how to hear what I hear because everybody yeah. hear different shit. Yep. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. It means it's a mean sample. That was a good find, Rice. <laughs> <laughs> you dug for that one, brother. Yeah, let's get into track number 10. Track number 10 is Judas Flip featuring G-Fan Black. G-Fan Black, shout out. <laughs> Jealous ones empty, that's the human mind design. Some shoes, body sink your soul flying high. You see your loved ones walk toward the shining light. It's hit your rate high, higher than it ever been. Make my club pool, running with adrenaline. Shit bumps, they homeless veterans on heroin. Fucked up, no hair cut, bare like they let a man. Shouts to Chief and Black, man. Definitely. Yeah, when I first heard that, I'm like, yo, he got he got kind of like that gruff party arty voice. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He said party arty. Shout oh, rest in peace. Rest in peace, party arty. Party yeah. Party man. Party arty. Talk about underrated. underrated. Yeah. That's one of my favorite battles to watch to this day. Party arty versus murder mook. Yeah, party arty. A lot. You know, you know what? The first that the first time I met 80, 80 said, Yo, master, yo, master. You can write a song. Write one with me. I was like, no, I can't do that shit. So I can't. <laughs> I, if you don't know, if niggas don't know about Party Artie, man, like, niggas yeah. need to go do yeah. that. Go look at... You ain't from the Bronx, my nigga. No hip-hop. Oh, boy. Party Artie. B80, B80. B80. 
Mm-hmm. Problem for sure. All right, so we reached we reaching the second half of the twenty and twenty. Definitely. Uh, here we go with number eleven. Stay a while featuring Norm Regular. Definitely Norm Regular. Baltimore stand up. Yeah, this is a different twist on the album right here. You know, everything can't be hardcore. <laughs> Making plans out the palm of my hands to grab eternity. Walk time, punch the punchlines, and we roast the beat. Heard of me, then you tap that. Hit to me, my hood twice, time to move back then. Move fast, then your arms when you reach. Then I walk real speed, but it's always hard to leave. Baby, you got what I need. Believe, you got my soul. Watch you pop a lava load on your model shit. Loving how we fit, let it go, huh? I peep your part and peep you off and couldn't keep me off it. The weekend gone and I was caught up in your power portion. Just wishing you would stay a little longer. Never wanna keep me calm and tell them what you fuck. Ain't nothing better than the time when the sun seems worried by the thing at all. Got my eyes on your butt. Hard, finding this trust, but I'm grateful as fuck. Put me in the right direction, girl. I'm wiping you up. This life shit is tough. Hope I got you, never let up. Catching W's together in the weather with blunts. For the time being, shorty, take your mind off the clock. I'm trying to do this shit forever, wasting time, just stop. I'm on a mission, pay attention. Baby, love it and rock. Kick it with me for a minute. Let me live in this spot. I feel the energy you sending me. You staying or not? What? What's up? No, I'm regular. Definitely. No, I'm regular. How was it working with that dude? Um, actually, another one of the uh, artists that I was out there looking at. Um, actually, like I said, I buy albums and I bought his album. <laughs> And you said A and R on the low, son. You just out there searching, bro. Yeah, you know, and I like, I, you know, what I always liked about him, I just liked his old vibe, his old hip hop vibe, the way he actually his his LL type of thing, and um, he had this record that I that I liked, and I sent him a couple of records, and he picked that beat there, um, and he came back with that record. It was called Stay a While, and I actually liked it. I like I liked the hook. I liked everything about it. So. It was just one of those things. Shout out to Norm Regular. Well, I, I know y'all guys, are, y'all are smart guys, man. And I know y'all, y'all are not too far removed from working with other artists outside of hip hop, maybe R&B, pop, whatever. Are y'all too removed from that or y'all work with just anybody that shows up? Anybody that shows up. Anybody that shows up. I ain't got, I don't care who you are. I mean, but you know, um, we definitely are not pressed to work with anybody. Right. <laughs> I don't right. want you to, I don't want you to get confused. Like, that's right. Like, uh, if you, whack, if you whack, we ain't fucking with you. Period. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Get out of it. Whack, we ain't fucking with you. That's it. Get out of it. And that's it. We don't have a preference. We really know. If you, if we think you dope, and, exactly. And you can, you know, you can make a marriage between a straight banger B and what you bring. Then that's all that matters for us, really, honestly. Yeah. Does, does, does it? Does it go? Does, does there a science to it or a way y'all go into when when picking a single? Uh. Um, that's where it hits us. I think it really Yeah, it's how I feel. And, you know, the next song that's coming up, you know, the LRNX joint. This is definitely uh, the second single see, off the album. It was the second single off the album. And I think not only is it a dope song, but it was just like a chance for us to show our versatility. Up mm-hmm. in the point, niggas know us for that boom bap hardcore shit, which is what we do. But then we also, you know, we have another side to where we can do a lot. We're very versatile when it comes mm-hmm. to um, right. 
And that's what we really wanted to showcase on this next record, which is why we picked it as the um the next single or the side B off the single. So you got the sing, which is the side A, and if this would be the side B, it would be the ride out with uh, LRNX. Nice. So let's get into that. Get into that, baby. Yeah. 
Definitely different. Definitely out of yeah. the box. Not what I expected, man. Sure, but sure, for sure. A, a definitely good sounding song, man. I like that. Thank you, thank you. How yeah, was how was it working on that? Uh, you know what? I think it was dope because um, and I gotta give a shout to LRNX because um, yeah. a lot of the harmonies and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? When it broke down towards the end, he added that. So that would be the one joint that he gets. Uh, you know, it was definitely uh co-produced. You know what I'm saying? Produced by Straight Bangers. Co-produced by LRNX. Um, but I think it was dope because you know what? He took it in a totally different uh direction than we thought it was gonna go. Obviously, we knew it was the R and B joint, but then mm-hmm. we like put that little like um neo spin on it, it was like mm-hmm. and that's dope. You know what I'm saying? It was dope. So we definitely were um on base with that. So yeah, it was dope. That's what's up. Let's hit track thirteen, do the work featuring iron lungs and boom frogs. Lungsy, definitely. haven't had an opportunity to hear the full project that y'all put together for this brother I, I strongly recommend it like it's some it's some fire on on oh, that album also definitely uh shout out to Bunky SA um Bunky shot of my life we put that out a few years ago mm-hmm. um definitely like one of our best projects that we have done to date and that was the reintroduction that was actually the reintroduction yeah. shot of my life when we actually started going hard again yeah the visuals the video the video the visuals yeah. everything was like yo know, that was well dope. packaged. Dope, dope. Definitely, definitely, sure. definitely one of uh, one of my favorites out of all the projects that we've worked on. Um, and and Bunky's just a great friend, you know, somebody that I can call a friend, you know. Absolutely. Um, and a dope MC actually. So, mm-hmm. um, not just that. Um, I, I've been in the studio with a lot of MCs, and 
you know, I seen some horrible things, mm. you know. <laughs> I see, and, I, and I mean horrible things in the sense of you hear a 16 bars and a person can't even get through two bars wow. without punching. Wow. Yeah. And, and it's bad, like, but I can, I, I can attest to Bunky SA. We was in the studio recording these songs and I seen him six or seven songs in a day, you know what I'm saying? And just running through these songs. And Shannon, you know what, to your point, and Rob, to the same thing. And I think that's why to, this, to, the date, to date, this is one of the best albums I think we've done because we were actually in the studio building, mm -hmm. all three of us, you know what I'm saying? And that's why this album came out the way it did. If you go back and listen to that Shot of My Life album, it is, the whole album yeah. is crap. Yeah. All right, so let's get to it. This is Touchdown, Bunky SA. Bunky, what's good, baby? Welcome home, my nigga. Y'all be on top of that parole shit. Yeah. Welcome back, big homie. We thought we lost you. The world different now. It's credit scams and lawsuits. The bitches out here trying to get it, man. They all lose. Capping like they trapped in the field, but never wore boots. It's a tough transition. You on a mission now. At parole, play foul. They trying to sit them down. Ducking and weaving, shucking and jiving. I've never had a license like fucking he driving. Went to jail in 06 with his Blackberry boost. Caught him making sales on camera. He trapped very loose. Tend to change right back like he ain't missed nothing. And he still let the stick off. Homie, it clips something. Institutionalized. It's hard to see the truth through the lies. Illuminati shoot at your eyes. Now we back trying to better himself. One step at a time, slime. Don't get ahead of yourself. Touchdown, you home now. Just take it easy. You thought you could trust them, but they was faking grease. You thought you could count on them, had to count them out. Stupid face when you see them and be like, now I'm out. Funky. Yeah. So another one of them, another one of them samples that you heard, you know, you heard somebody else do it with a nice flip on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, Rick Ross used that. <laughs> was it um Rick Ross, Rick Ross and John? Was it John, John Legend? Legend? John Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I found it. You know, they did it all right. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I said, let me, <laughs> let me try it. Let me try it. And I, I, you know, a little, little different spin on it. A little different spin. Mm -hmm. Nice. So yeah. the next one that we got is, well, the next one we got the uh, Revenge of the Truancy. So CIA, Revenge of the Truancy. Oh, yeah, definitely. ROT, uh, Revenge of the Truancy, definitely CIA. This is um <clears throat> actually number 15 on the album. Yep. Yeah, this, this is one of my favorites, too. Yeah, this is a good record. Talking. I deal with niggas less often. 
These niggas playing offense. We only ever knew the defense. Shackled to the bench at the precinct. 2020, we big. I promised my mama that. Shoot a shoot and steal tips. Hollow tip mushroom, the definition of pill shit. I done see some ill shit. Shit you couldn't deal with. Point black. Plant the flag. Big body jag. Now slide by the shifter. GSENOE, that shit gon' get me lifted. We got close, she let me hit and then we drifted. That's the slow. Young boys, you the drilling for the coke. If we villains, we can still in any hope. What you said? Young boys, drilling for the coke. If we villains, we can still in any hope. Let's go. Work. That's one of my joints. I like that. They definitely are from New York, too. And, um, Definitely um underrated underground artists. Um I picked up on them too, um, doing my scouring of this underground and I stumbled on one of their projects and I was like, Wow, um, they got some shit and I wanna reach out and I definitely did and um they came through. So salute to them, R O T. Nice. Nice. Moving on, right. moving on. Moving yep. on. Nova, feature Planet Asia. All, All hail YT and, and uh, Flash is Clayton. Flash is Clayton from L.A. All hail YT is from um, definitely Delaware. And you know Planet Asia. Everybody know Asia from L.A., baby. I know Asia, God. man. Asia's my dude right there, man. I love that kid, man. Just listen to the way the beat drops on this one, though. Just wait until the way the beat drops on this one. Fried Sitchels, Cayenne Pepper, my hot tea, Hibachi Posse, Cops Clock, and my army not to kill folks with no shame, no pain, no gain. Massive for this money like homemade salmon croquettes. Let my people go. Edomites can never capture. We came for the babies with no time to teach the old. Here comes the rapture. Now this power. I got my flowers in the final album. Burning sour, reach your soul. To each his own. Quarantine, the beach is closed. Bleach your clothes. I'm locked in the lab. Complete features. This is my therapy. No theatrics. No delusions. No illusions. No scams or hat tricks. This is that shit. A shot of this would make you overdose into a backflip like I wrote on a pissy mattress expect this type of work the whole spring the whole summer fuck a slice of the pie i'm coming for the whole thing won't even hold you i'm pulling no strings no strings Asia, Asia, PA, chain, definitely chain for real. Another one of my nice off the album for sure. Yeah, for sure. Next joint. Um, it's called Temperature Fixed. Um, QB Chalice, Chalice out of Queensbridge. Um, one of the original killer kids. He used to be down with um Ron Artest, the Warriors. QB. Um, let's get into that one real quick. Ain't 
know the vibes though, right? As long as you know what type of time we on. Say less. I don't rock with the phonies. I don't fuck with pretenders. And that 40 be spilling ketchup. You mess with the letters. Real niggas' hearts is full of Kool-Aid. Planning the debtors. Only means these hospitals better extra the stretchers. He a killer. He a shooter. Yeah, fucking right. Two buck fifties. Both sides. Better cut him twice. Rob me. Take my chain. I want your fucking life. Yeah, your body on bags of ice. I did it for bragging rights. Too much gun talk without nobody hit. Gotta face the board. Rico Law, these niggas are probably snitch. You tell me since I be with the big tops. Y'all be on TikTok. He's a coke and zip locks. Bum nigga, kick rocks. Keep talking crazy, I promise. She gon' get fish hot. Money make it easy, believe me. Be at your bitch spot. Smack her with the PlayStation. Sicker than the AIDS patient. Kick door, vacation. South Beach, vacation. Pay the neighbors, say naked. Lose the weight like waist training. Everybody a baller now. Tell them to show them fake statements. Oh. Every little threat you send, I'm looking for lit places. Focus on cake baking. Y'all making the fake pages. We run up on you for talking that shit. Yeah. Almost died. Harold Man said bumping them quick. Yeah, that's that real, real gritty New York. Yeah. yeah. You can check that temperature. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's, that's straight project music, <laughs> Pissy hallway. Pissy hallway music. Pissy hallway. Oh, pissy hallways. Hell yeah. Yeah. All that's right, let's sure. get into the um to the next track, number 18 for hip hop. Featuring Will Escargo and Preach the Writer. Preach was good. I be a young dude that's wooing your mom. Take your honor, Jay, you buy her some Louis Vuitton. And I don't even have that kind of joke. We get to the store, I tell her to buy my nose. Maybe buy something nice up at the Walmart. Over there, Tim, I look just like an all star. First time, like a Duke of Trey Young. I still got this up and yo, shout out to Page One. Big tons, like my Russian friend Leah. If you a dickhead, yo, I wouldn't wanna be ya. You know me, yo, I'm usually nice guy. If you wish me well, you can bet I'll do likewise. Hit up my guy Rails just for some combo, yo. You know we plotting, trying to buy up some condos. We over here ill, still trying to break in. Gotta take some L's before we can go take wins. Take wins. Know where it came from, know where it started, know who made it. Created it. You know about the Bronx, you know about Cool Hurt, you know about Cedric Avenue, you know about Bronx River, you know about Bambada, you know about, you know, Grandmaster Cat. Yeah, it's me. Let me talk to y'all for a second. Look, look, I've been going for. Here you go. After first. After every time I hear that song, the first thing that pops in my head is the joint where I take a tell a hit up Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude is wild. Definitely buggy. All right, what we got next, Rob? We got 19 Warmongers. Uh, Lace Swag and um Hanzo Blades. Um, definitely big shout out to Hanzo Blades and Lace Swag. Um, How was it working with these guys? Uh, definitely, um, Hanzo Blade, um, shout out to him, another producer out there doing his thing. He's doing some work on a lot of projects I see he's doing his thing. Um, I sent him some beats, 
and he 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 loved the, he loved a couple of them actually. But this one right here, we put on our album here. So shout out to Hanzo Blaze, shout out to Lace Flag. Um, get into it, Warmongers. Let's do it. <laughs> The energy on that joint is yeah, 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 yeah. Picked up real quick. It is coming with some shit on that. Yeah, the energy on that one is like massive. The way they come off on that one, like it just—that's old school, like house party. Niggas in the middle <laughs> kind of bumping each other, throwing niggas up against the wall and against the room. That's that type of shit right there. Yeah. So who's responsible for the name Straight Bangers? Damn. I think I'm going to have to take credit for that one. I think that was me. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, being truthful. Well, well y'all named something else before then? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, thousand names. It was, um, first it was S.A. and Mr. Reed. And then we was the Headbangers. Right. And then Headbangers, we actually won... Um, the Underground Music Awards. We were actually the first winners of the Producers of the Year Underground Music Awards. The very first. Very first. Very first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that was under the headbangers. And on top of that, they spelled the fucking name wrong. Yep. And um, <laughs> at some point. Award and shit. Right, right. At some point, I think we actually went and got our own company. And Dude, that's, that's what it was. Once we got the company, and the company was called Straight Bangers Entertainment. Right. Mm. And we were still the headbangers. But then I think a little bit later on, we just said, let's just get rid of. The, um, it was the, produced the, by the headbangers for straight bangers. Bangers entertainment. It was too much. It was just too much going on. Right. So we just said produced by straight bangers, and then we uh we we left the company alone. But then we 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 opened up another company and called Bang to This. Right. So now it's straight bangers for Bang to This Productions LLC. So now we just been straight bangers for the longest. You know what I mean? And a lot of niggas don't know how many of it is. It five bangers? Is it six? But nine? <laughs> two of us straight bangers. <laughs> But it's bigger than the two of us, you know? The guys, is monetizing out there. It's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. We're right. This is the final one. Yeah, um, we reached 20. Number 20. So anything, number 20 any, anything special about number 20? The last? Well, number 20 is special just because my girl is on the Indigo Phoenix. Indigo, Indigo. What up? Um, what up shout out. Shout out to Indigo Phoenix. Um, And this record right here is actually called The Silencer, um, featuring Mado, another, uh, another artist that Indigo Phoenix has under her Rugged Triad label. Um, definitely there with Frankie Waffles and Jay Hustle. Um, so we definitely, on this album, we definitely made sure that we we put them on here, get them out in that forefront. Um, <laughs> and this, we're going to play it right now. We're just going to get to it. We're going to play the whole record. Let's, let's, let's play the whole record. For sure. 
Because it just silences the whole album, like the rest of the album. Yeah, that's the outro. Yeah, that's the outro. That's the outro, exactly. Exactly. Because there ain't nothing else to do after that. There you have it. 20 for 20. We got a question in the chat room. I'm going to open up the mic for 20 for 20, man. You know, Monday, Monday, CDs, cassettes, tapes, final 20 for 20. All that. Let me open up the mic. We got a question from ENC. Let me see. Ian, you gotta unmute your mic. Sometimes you gotta tell niggas how to unmute their mic. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> no, I was asking if you work with any artist in person that you know might have lived close by or visited NYC. I didn't hear the last part of the question. He said work with any artists that what? Artists that that might have oh. lived close by or visited NYC. Yeah, that you worked with in person for the album. Oh. Not on this particular one. I mean, Bunky. Is a is a close friend still in the Bronx? I see Bunky here and there. Um, so he's the closest. Um, most of the people that are on the album, per se, we got it straight through email. You know, we send them the beat, they send us back their verses, um, and we'll put it together. Um, but Bunky's like the only one that we was able to, you know, that we can see and do in the studio. You know. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. It, it definitely you got that diverse sound that I was speaking of, you know, on some of your, your previous work, especially the instrumental projects. You 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 hear it. 
Definitely good looking. Um, we definitely try to do that with the instrumental projects. I try to give you a different sprinkle of different eras of when we were making beats, actually. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to let you see the progression of how we how we got here. So if you listen to evocative, if you listen to um any of the MPC files, if you listen to um the the last one we just dropped, phone tap, it's totally different. Phone tap, yeah. mm -hmm. Exactly, it's different phases in time, actually. Um okay. A lot of them are, I don't want to say it, but a lot of them are a lot of old beats. You know, it's not even recent. So it's just different phases in time that we try to give um, give the audience. And um, or like Bryce said, it's really just to give you know, an idea of the evolution of straight bangers. Because, you know, when we first started out, and I... I was just joking with him the other day about this. I was like, you ain't put them first, first beats up there, nigga. Them first points that I'm just for straight garbage. Them young Lord beats, them young Lord beats. Before that, before that, before that, Rob. Before that, before that. First was learning that, first learning and didn't know about metronomes and, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, Trump wasn't even on beat. It was crazy. So I said, nigga, you want to do something? Put that shit out there. <laughs> the whole See where you go with oh, that. Man. Okay. So we got we, we got a couple of comments. Jay Hustle says, salute fellas. The LP is definitely powerful and motivating to next time I'm copping on Monday. Appreciate and then we got um, Galaxy S10 says that they have a comment. So let's open up the mic for Galaxy S10. Imagine who that is. <laughs> That's Norm, Norm Bates. Norm Bates. That's Bates. I thought that was, but sorry, Bates. I thought that might have been Bubs. Come baby. on, son. Come on. Don't do me like that, baby. <laughs> I thought that was Bubs. I'm like, oh, yeah, ain't no Bubs. Come on, man. Yo, salute everybody. Mondo, uh, what's good, Mondo? Yo, um, real quick, I just want to tell y'all these straight banger dudes is straight overrated. So I don't know what anybody's <laughs> talking about. <laughs> fuck out of here. God, niggas don't. Yo, uh, uh, on a serious note, um, because I, you know, we all brothers and we all grew up together, so. Yes, sir. I, I was there with them from the straight beginning, you know, like <laughs> the SP12 and that first tape of the SP12, yo, was just crickets, bro. <laughs> so I, no, on, on a serious note, I, I say that to say this, to see, I, I done seen them get jerked. I seen the frustration. I seen the hard work. Right. It's a dirty game, you know what I'm saying? But them dudes never quit. And to, and, and to, and, and to, the hard work paying off and the respect due that they getting is, is, I can't explain it. You know what I'm saying? These dudes, to me, are legends, to me. You know what I'm saying? And, and as far as, as the, it, 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 it's more, it's so much to say, but it's more like, yo, to see it firsthand with them and, and to see the hard work paying off, I just got to salute my brothers on that, man. And I, I, I will say this, I ain't going to blow no producers up, man. But a lot of people out there need to be paying homage to these dudes, man. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, throwing, I'm not throwing no shade at anybody. Like, um, I, I just salute my brothers, man. Like, it, 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 that's over 20 years of just hard work. And, um, hey, yo, Mondo, text those names to Bubs. Bubs will tell us. Let Bubs yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll say all that shit. But I, Bub, Bub, Bubs can't be on here. He's going to be embarrassing everybody, man. There you go. He right there. He there. He right there. But, look, um, mean, but seriously, Yo, look, look at this guy. Look at this. Yo, but on a serious note, man, I salute the podcast, man. Keep up the good work. Straight bangers. Thank you, bro. Everybody forever, my brothers, man. I, I love to see people evolve and just keep up the good work, man, because that hard work definitely paid off, yo. Same to you, too, man. I see you doing your thing, too, man. Ryan? Ryan? Yes. What's your name, brother? 
Yes, you hear. Yeah, we we you hear. I just want to know what what does mean. I, I'm gonna you that mic. You that mic. Oh God. You please you, 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 you fix fix your mic. Fix your mic. What's mic? Your mic is not can't hear you clearly, brother. You that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. You that. We gotta move on, Bubs. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he have issues with his mic. Do I, do I, does anybody else have any other questions? No, nah, I, I mean, like, like just kind of echoing with what Norm was talking about. I've known these brothers before they was even thinking about music and to see how far they've come and the things that they're doing, not just the music and the life. I'm extremely proud of both of them. Norm too, man. These brothers, the young brothers, they never got in no trouble, man. We had all sorts of temptations living in the hood. Never really dabbled in none of that. We kept it even kill. We played ball. We stayed out the way. And this is the product of it, man. So sure. shout outs to y'all, man, for real. Respect. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Episode 11 of No Ideas Original. For those that, oh, one, one other thing we should mention, for people who have been listening to the podcast rather than watching the visual on YouTube, the beat that you actually hear in the background is produced by Straight Bangers. That's right. That's right. That's right. So That's good, good looking for that. We appreciate that. You can catch No Ideas Original on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, uh, Stitcher, and now Check on YouTube. Check us out. Thanks, Check everybody, out, for man. tuning in. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Appreciate it. <laughs>